Hello, bitch. Well, this tape's getting played again. Must mean I picked up another hooker. And I'll bet you wonder what the hell's going on here. That was the voice of David Parker Ray, also known as the Toy Box Killer. Join me as I talk about the crimes that this horrible fuckface committed, as well as the badass bitch who escaped from his torture chamber and ultimately caused his capture and arrest. Blackguard. Okay, so David Parker Ray, toy box killer, actual trash in human form. He was born in New Mexico in 1939. He was raised by his grandfather, but his dad was still kind of around, would stop by every so often to beat him. Um, yeah. So he did not do well in school. He was teased for being shy around girls. Uh, As a teenager, he started drinking, doing drugs, fantasizing about raping and torturing women. You know, the usual stuff teenage boys get up to. So at one point in his teenage years, um, his sister discovered these sadomasochistic drawings and bondage pictures that he had hidden away which I can only imagine how awkward that discussion must have been. So as he grew, um, he became an adult, he served in the army, and uh, when he was discharged, he became a mechanic. Throughout the years, he was married four times, and he had two daughters. So in the 1950s is when his crimes began. He purchased a mobile home, and he spent over $100,000 turning it into what he referred to as his toy box. He relied on the help of his friends to drug, torture, rape, and murder up to 60 women, according to some accounts, over the course of 40 years. So who are these friends that were helping him do these awful things? Well, they included whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, saws, cattle prods, stun guns, needles, an ice pick, and his male German shepherd. With the help of his girlfriend, Cindy Hendy, and occasionally his daughter, Glenda Jean Ray, they would troll the bars in um, New Mexico where they were, truth and consequences, and essentially roofie women, and then take them back to what he called his playroom. The women he abducted were strapped to a gynecologist's table and tortured. Ray had mounted a mirror above the table to force them to watch themselves going through what was essentially hell. The gag is necessary because after a while you're going to be doing a lot of screaming. So there he was again, that fucker. So that, um, that clip and the clip that I played at the beginning of the episode, uh, those are from a tape that David Parker Ray made. 
he would play that tape for the women that he abducted when they awoke from their drugged stupor. The tape was about 20 minutes long and went over in detail what the women would be subjected to during their captivity. Full transcripts of the tape are freely available online. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's fucking awful and way too long. Google's free. Look it up if you want to. I do have some ex excerpts, though. So, the one of the tapes starts with this. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now you are obviously here against your will, totally helpless, don't know where you are at, don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and no, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. The fact that he fucking, if at a future date there are any major changes in our procedures, it's not a fucking training video for a job. This isn't Tim Hortons. Like, I can't, the fact that he made this and was like, well, this is going to be used several times in the future, I can't get over that. Okay, so excerpt number two. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. You may be married, have a kid or two, boyfriend, girlfriend, a job, car payment, fuck it. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that and I don't want to hear about it. It's something you're going to have to deal with after you're turned loose. I make it a point never to like a slave, and I fucking sure don't have any respect for you. Here, your status is no more than that of one of the dogs, or of one of the animals out in the barn. So something that I picked up off of the, the documentary that I found those clips of him talking on, one of the, um, the experts, I believe she was some sort of psychologist on there, was talking about how David Parker Ray is a sexual sadist. And she said the way that sexual sadists view the people they practice their sexual sadism on is similar to if you get up in the morning and you use a piece of Kleenex to, you know, dab your makeup as you're applying it. You throw that Kleenex in the garbage. Do you worry about that Kleenex? 
Do you think about it throughout the day? Are you worried how it feels in the garbage can? Are you worried about how it's doing? You're not. To David Parker Ray, as is made clear by this tape, these women were just animals to him. He didn't give a shit about them. They're no more than a piece of trash. Excerpt number three. If I killed every bitch that we kidnapped, there'd be bodies strung all over the country. And besides, I don't like killing a girl unless it is absolutely necessary. So I've devised a safe alternative method of disposal. I had plenty of bitches to practice on over the years, so I've pretty well got it down pat, and I enjoy doing it. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible. Oh god, I'm sorry, I lost my place. Okay, extremely susceptible to hypnosis, autohypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple of days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. So, that's part of the reason why he got away with it for so long. He's been doing this since the 1950s. And he has been either murdering women or drugging the shit out of them so they don't remember anything and then turning them loose. After, of course, doing all sorts of horrific fucking torture. Again, the transcript, the full transcript, goes over it in enough detail that I am not going to fucking get into. So like I said... Google's free. Okay, so how did this diarrhea dog shit of a human being get caught by police? Well, we have one badass, fan fucking tastic bitch named Cynthia V. Hill to thank for that. And I know I keep saying the word bitch. I definitely don't mean it in a negative way. Bitches get shit done. If you're a bitch, you're getting shit done. I'm a fucking bitch. Who cares? So anyway, Cynthia was a sex worker in Albuquerque. Ray approached her and offered her money for oral sex in his SUV. Once inside the vehicle, Ray flashed a fake badge and told Cynthia that she was under arrest for solicitation. Ray and his shitty fucking girlfriend, Cindy Hendy, then bound and gagged Cynthia and took her to their mobile home, where she was chained to a pole with a heavy metal collar around her neck. After three days of torture, Cynthia managed to escape. So on March 22nd, 1999, after Ray went to work and Cindy Hendy was in another room, Cynthia Vigil was able to reach the set of keys to unlock the chain around her neck and call 911. Hendy re-entered the room, freaked the fuck out, and saw Cynthia on the phone. 
She threw a lamp at her, ending the phone call before Cynthia could say anything. But Cynthia was able to grab an ice pick that they had used on her and stab that fucking asshole in the fucking neck and flee out the door. So she is naked, bruised, she's bleeding, she's got this heavy collar around her neck, she's got a five-foot chain trailing behind her, and she is booking it down the fucking road. Like, this girl is amazing. She made it to a neighboring trailer. The woman there gave her a rope and called 911. And I just want to clarify, when I say neighboring trailer, I mean that I believe, from what I remember, it was at least a mile away. So, Cindy Hendy and David Parker Ray were arrested. Fun fact, they were arrested while they were out driving around looking for Cynthia V. Hill. When they were arrested, when they were talking to police, they said that, yes, they did kidnap Cynthia V. Hill, but they did it as an attempt to help her beat a heroin addiction, which is quite possibly the most violent intervention I've ever heard of. I don't think A&E is going to pick that up for them. Anyway, Ray's daughter Glenda Jean was also arrested at this time. So after the arrests were made, another woman named Angelica Montano came forward and video was found in Ray's trailer of the torture and rape of another woman named Kelly Garrett, who he had drugged and released. So Kelly Garrett's story is actually really sad. Well, all of their stories are sad, but this one is just like, oh man. She, so she was abducted by Ray, drugged, tortured, raped for a number of days, and then released. She was disoriented, had no idea what had happened to her, was found by someone wandering down the road, and they took her back to her home and when she got there, her husband asked her, well, where have you been, understandably? And the only answer she had for him was, I don't know, I can't remember. He didn't believe her, and he ended up divorcing her because of this. So the only reason that she started to realize what had happened to her was because she started having nightmares about the torture. So that's, you know, for her to have to go through this and then her husband divorce her and then she start fucking reliving all this. Ugh. So anyway, these three accounts from these three women led to the decision that Ray would be tried in three separate trials, one for each of his known victims. I say known victims because who the fuck knows how many other there were. So Cynthia V. Hill's first trial resulted in a mistrial. He was retried, and then he was found guilty on all 12 counts he was accused. So then, instead of standing trial for the torture of Angelica Montano and Kelly Garrett, David Parker Ray entered a plea bargain and was sentenced to 224 years in prison. Go fuck yourself. Cindy Hendy was sentenced to 36 years, and Glenda Jean Ray was sentenced to nine years for their roles in the abductions and torture. Another man who was a friend of David Parker Ray's named Dennis Roy Yancey was arrested and convicted for the strangulation murder of Marie Parker. 
his former girlfriend, and one of Ray's captives. He was paroled in 2010 after serving only 11 years, but violated his probation in 2011. He is now in custody again and will remain so until his sentence runs out in 2021, which is only four years away, which is kind of a bummer. Whatever. So, ugh, in what is quite possibly one of the least satisfying outcomes to a sentencing, David Parker Ray died of a motherfucking heart attack in 2002. Really? He was never convicted of murder because they were never able to find any of his deceased victims. Um, he was sus suspected to have dumped them in nearby Elephant Butte Lake, but they never found any bodies. And Marie Parker, the one woman that they know was murdered, um, at, if not by him, then at least he was taping it. Ah, what do you want? Sorry. Sorry, that was my husband. Anyway, so Marie Parker, they dumped her body, and when Dennis Roy Yancey was arrested... Um, and he took the police to the spot that her body had been. It turns out that David Parker Ray had already been there, like, before he was arrested, obviously, and had moved her body. So they don't even know where Marie Parker's body is. So no bodies. So he didn't get convicted of murder. And only served one year of his 224 for kidnapping, rape, and torture, because then he fucking died of a fucking heart attack. Oh. I hope he's burning in hell if there is a hell. Anyway, happier things. As of 2011, Cynthia Vigil was living in Albuquerque and caring for her three children and her grandmother. Sadly, Angelica Montano passed away before Ray even went to trial, and I was not able to find any information on Kelly Garrett's current whereabouts. So I do have one more interesting little tidbit. Um, I have a piece from an interview that David Parker Ray did after he was arrested. I want to mention that at the beginning of this interview, they, the question is not included in the clip that I found, but they must ask him, how are you feeling or how does this feel? Because he says, and I quote, I feel raped. Do you, you motherfucking piece of garbage? You are a fucking dirty diaper filled with diarrhea. That is what you are, you piece of shit. It just reminds me of when OJ was on trial for Nicole Simpson's murder. And he said something like, I feel like a battered husband. Perpetrators often put themselves as the victims, like Ted Bundy with his Oh, pornography made me a murderer. Like, you're so full of shit. You're just a fucking murderer. You're just a shitty person. Anyway, so I have this little um, interesting tidbit of this interview. So take a listen and try to keep your skin from crawling. I get my excitement from making a woman happy. My trailer had numerous sex toys in it of different types, all different fetishes. I got pleasure out of the woman getting pleasure. 
uh, I did what they wanted me to do. Okay, so David Parker Ray, everybody. Just a delightful human being. So that is it. That is the first episode of Blackguard. I want to thank you for joining me, and I do hope you'll join me again. Good night, and don't forget to lock your doors. Oh, my God.